we don't have a trademark intro but it is what it is so <laughs> rishav it is yeah. what it is rishav so yeah. welcome everybody to the transfer special the january window transfer special episode of the hashtag one take and you won't believe who we have with us here today it is the transfer merchant himself the guy who carries the entire barca bus twitter page almost alone along with some help from arson and uh, some other guys we have yeah. the rishavs mo from twitter on our episode today to cover all the transfer news you need to know for the upcoming january saga rishav say hello and how are you hello i'm great i'm great you're people <laughs> yeah we Please we're fine wrong. too uh he's we the will Fabrizio Romano of Barca Basman Exactly uh, he's yeah. the Gerard Romero I think Gerard Romero is currently even at a higher position than Fabrizio you, you know you know you know and you see you talk about changing um, changing your form Gerard mm-hmm. Romero has switched from yellow to green like players should learn from him how to change their form if they're exactly. out of form <laughs> Rishav uh, you you speak to Gerard <clears throat> Romero sometimes don't you on Twitter I haven't talked with him yeah till now but there are some other journalists who I have conversed with uh-huh. and it includes uh, nice. Samuel Hassan of ESPN Moises Lawrence nice. too nice um, I guess some of the Mundo Deportivo journalists too and Tony Valdez yeah. uh, he has been very reliable too exactly yeah. so Fernando Polo are you saying yeah if yeah. no no not yeah. Polo uh okay. Gerard Romero follows Barca bus doesn't he Oh, I don't think so. No, okay, no, no. he doesn't. Fabrizio does though. So I guess yeah, that was a great day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That was a All great right. day. Hopefully, uh, yeah, yeah, Gerard Romero too. So yeah, without any further ado, let us get right into it. So. Welcome back guys and as we have said we will be covering everything you need to know literally everything uh, you need to know about the January saga so basically rishav knows everything there is to know uh, who is coming who is going out who we are linked with so mostly rishav will tell us what we need to know and pulkit and i we um, humble people we are just going to give our opinion on it without any further ado rishav which transfer or which news are you most excited about go ahead well obviously the incoming of ferran torres is pretty exciting but the thing is that we are still facing problems over his registration with la liga barcelona expected usman dembele to renew his contract with the new conditions the new conditions stated that he would receive a lower salary than what he received earlier but now we know that dembele is very far from barcelona than close to the club and actually the, the demands presented by dembele and his agent was it's too much it's unbelievable actually he was on like 12 million per year wages till now but apparently his agent asked for 40 millions per year and along with it some variables and yes signing bonus 40 million signing bonus the contract renewal bonus not signing bonus and i don't know how his agent and he himself thinks that his value has increased after joining barcelona i guess his best season in his career till now has been the one at borussia dortmund the only mm-hmm. season he spent at dortmund 
He had like 25 assists and like 15 goals in that season. But since joining Barcelona, he hasn't even played or hardly even played the even 50% of the matches we have played. Oh come on, Rishabh, he has turned into a Ballon d'Or player after joining Barcelona. Yeah, he's man. better According than Mbappe. Yeah. And according to our president, Rishabh. He deserves all yeah. the money in the world. To register Ferran Torres, another option is to the exits of Felipe Coutinho and Samuel Umtiti. But we know they are on massive wages and no club is willing to pay them. Hmm. Uh-huh, exactly. Once it's done and dusted, Ferran Torres is expected to join. We know that he fractured his foot during the Nations League semi-final against um, Italy, was it? Yes, it was against Italy yes. and he exaggerated in the final against mm-hmm. France by playing it. Maybe if he hadn't played in the final, it wouldn't have been so bad. But now what we can do? Uh, it is expected what it is. to return to action around the... Spanish Super Cup semi-final which, in which we play against Real Madrid. Yeah. The match is on 12 January. And he might even recover before that. Maybe in the Granada game on 8th. But at most, it will be the Spanish Super Cup semi-final when we, we can expect him to make his debut. Uh-huh. But I'm just going to ask your opinion on Laporta saying that Dembele is better than Mbappe. Why do you think he did it? Why do you think he did it? Well, I, I, I personally think that no way, even Mbappe on one leg is better is a better player than Dembele. Of course, but what do you Dembele, think? Mbappe scored like what 50 plus goals this season. Last season actually, this season is almost, only half played till now. And Dembele since joining Barcelona has 30 goals. Exactly. Uh, I think he Mbappe, has missed also I, I think, think it was just a ploy from Laporta to convince Dembele to sign the renewal mm. with Barcelona. But do you Nothing think else. do you think Even the Laporta opposite happened. happened? I think the opposite happened. He got more egoistic. That's why he demanded yeah. more salary. Well, it's possible. Mm-hmm. So, and even the agent went on to say that you, the club doesn't have money to play, pay to Barcelona but they are pursuing Holland. Yeah, that's mm. something uh, they confirmed they shouldn't have actually because everything, these signings, etc., they are very diplomatic. Now but, that Raiola. Uh, but you know, Sagnik, uh, this is like the worst kept secret in the world. Even if they confirmed this, it doesn't make a difference really yeah, because but, everyone knows. Yeah, but now there's. Before there was a 99% chance, you know, Laporta had some leverage yeah. at least. But now that. But, Dembele's agent has said it. Raiola knows for hundred percent he's gonna charge us more money. Like I'm not saying. But maybe you know, you know, maybe maybe uh, they also spoke on the basis of what they might have seen in the media. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, so and uh, it doesn't. I don't think it affects Raiola, Haaland, the transfer in general, or Dembele's future at the club. I think it was just a statement that you know you can do these kinds of businesses. You can buy for Antares, go for Haaland. And do this, do that, but you can't play, can't pay. Sorry, um, uh, the wages that we demand for them. It's unrealistic, man. He's missed like one hundred forty. Forty million per year wages is even more than what Messi earns at PSG. Exactly. exactly, and you know he has missed what 114 games for Barca in his tenure at the club, and you know he it's just unjustified. I mean, I you, you know my love for Dembele, there is none, <laughs> and. Uh, I really want him out of the club. I hope even if it's for you, 5 million, we yeah. go, man. Exactly. Go somewhere else. In January, it won't be more than 10 or 15 millions. With yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't want toxic players. And uh, we discussed in the last podcast uh, podcast as well with Gabi, right? Because mm-hmm. I I feel, I have a feeling that 
Dembele might be another umtiti for us given his injury and inconsistency issues. So I don't want you know a player on even if it's not massive wages, even if if it's like a decent level of wages, I don't want him at my club for the next three, four, two, two, four years. I would rather just you know get him off my books and sign someone else. But um, exactly, you know, the greatest player of all time took nearly a fifty percent wage cut to stay at Barcelona. He was but... ready to play for free also. If he were ready exactly. to play, there was there were comments. Yeah, so but it's legally not possible, obviously. And there are some people, shameless people, who are defending Dembele, and people are also comparing this saga to Neymar and everything. Neymar left, and <laughs> Neymar left, and we got two hundred and twenty-two million. Dembele is leaving for free. <laughs> pretty much for free, exactly. Rishal, about this, what clubs have offered money for Dembele given the time period he has left with us? Well, Newcastle United. We know the Saudi owners recently. Recently brought that cup, and they were the first to make an approach to Dembele and his agent. But I think Dembele and his Dembele probably not his agent rejected them on sporting terms because we know Newcastle United are in the bottom half or even in the relegation places in the Premier League, and they're uh, it's not even certain that they'll stay in the Premier League next season. Exactly. And after that, we have heard re- recent new rumors about Paris Saint Germain. Okay. Possibly targeting Dembele to be a replacement for replacement for Kylian Mbappe, <laughs> and that is that karma, is another karma. joke. <laughs> What is this? But uh, also Bayern Munich are linked with him, as we know Kingsley Coman is another player who might leave Bayern in the near future. And there is interest from the Premier League too, be it Manchester United and Liverpool. They were linked with him uh, in the past, and Tottenham Hotspur too. The new sporting director of Tottenham, he's uh, Fabio Paratici. He was there at Juventus uh, previously, and he wanted uh, Dembele at the Italian club uh, when he was there. Now he wants to sign Dembele for Antonio Conte. Yeah, and Conte. Not Chelsea either. We know Dembele was probably played his best season under Thomas Tuchel. Yeah, Conte is a great uh, segue for us to move on to our next person who we are focusing on. Conte. He has said that. He will give us more than one present for Barca. You know, he said it's not a signing for us. It's quite the opposite that uh, they are going to sign two players from us. Well, is the second player Coutinho? Rishabh, what do you think? I doubt Tottenham Hotspur would go for Coutinho as of now, but maybe Arsenal are the club uh, who are linked with Coutinho the most. Mm-hmm. Even the name of Everton came up. And yesterday, Flamengo and uh, Palmeiras, two clubs mm-hmm. from Rio de Janeiro, his his native town. But those rumors were uh, very soon squashed aside by two reliable journalists in Marcelo Bechler and Matteo Moreto. Both denied those rumors. Who knows? I think Coutinho could also be involved in this deal for Alvaro Morata. Don't rule it out. Okay, so I'm not going to give much time to Coutinho. You guys heard the offers he has had and. Uh, he has the, he himself. The problem with Coutinho is the 28 million per year wages he earns, and exactly. he was not even ready to take a wage cut. Exactly. Unless unless he reduces his wages, no club can afford it. Also, he himself has said that he wants to prepare for the upcoming World Cup, and of course, in Barcelona, he's not going to get that much of playing time. So he must understand, and he must gradually leave. There's no other option really. So, Pulkit, do you want to add anything on the Coutinho topic? 
no i agree with you man uh, he knows that staying in barca will not he will not be selected for the world cup and if mm-hmm. he wants to play and every player wants to play for his country that's a fact no one wants to be left out and uh, you know like like uh, teams like france have so much squad depth of course umtiti is nowhere near the level he was 3 years ago 4 years ago maybe and uh, he will not be selected given their squad depth Coutinho still has a chance if he goes to a club like maybe Everton, Leicester, Arsenal. Arsenal, of course, are doing well in the Premier League, and they could really use his services. And he, if he can, you know, prove himself in the Premier League once again, of course, there is no way that um, you know he won't be selected for the Brazil squad. And uh, out of the all the exits, I think he is the most um, you know likely to play in the World Cup, and I think he should leave in January itself. Exactly. And any other yeah, that Coutinho has in his favor is that the World Cup will be played in November, December. So he, if he stays at Barcelona until the summer, he might still be able to join a club next summer and then be able to be a protagonist for the new club. If the But World Cup was in the normal time, such as uh, in May, in June, July, then it it would have made sense for Coutinho to to uh, move in January. Definitely, but, But I he think has, uh, he has Uh, given Rishabh's form and everything, I think he should leave now because given his form and his match sharpness, match fitness, it will take time for him to adapt to a new system. Also, so if he leaves in summer, it might be difficult for him to play in the World Cup. If he leaves now, it, there's still a chance in terms of sporting terms, getting back the rhythm, the form, getting the time to prove himself. Because you you see, because of COVID, games are being postponed. Coutinho has already lost happens. his place in the Brazil starting squad to Lucas Paqueta. But uh, I still, you know, he would want to be a regular starter, right? So if, if he wants to do that, he needs to leave now. So that's the, I think, the Coutinho front. But talk about uh, Rishabh. Talk more about the Alvaro Morata deal. It just came out of thin air today. So what's no, what but, are the numbers? I, wait, I wait, never wait. expected Morata to be linked with Barcelona. It, Guys, it came guys, out of nothing yesterday morning. It did. It did. Mm. But I think we should cover all the exits before we start uh, talking about the actual signings. So Rishabh. Oh. Till now, the exits that are certified gonna happen is Dembele. He is gonna leave. We can get or may not get paid. We may or may not get paid. It doesn't matter because it frees up a large amount on the wage bill. Coutinho has a high probability of leaving. But what about the other few good for nothing players that we want gone, like Umtiti, Luke Diong, these kinds of players? Any news about them? Any or? Anything, literally. Samuel Mumpet is apparently still reluctant to leave Barcelona. He still thinks that he he is in the best form of his life, the best physical state, and he still thinks that he might be important for Xavi and all. I, I personally think Barcelona will terminate his contract this month, next month. Very nice. That's very good to hear. And he has been spinning lies, as we talked about in the last podcast. Even he said when he got uh, offers from a few other clubs. He said that no, I want to play for a club that only Again, plays in no, the UCL. No club, no club in the same mind would uh, offer Samuel Umtiti twelve million per year wages. Bartomeu's legacy. His, his market value is has dipped down to two millions. Can you believe it? Yeah, Bartomeu's legacy. Some some players from the tin pot club named Mohan Bagan of the ISL have more transfer market value. Doesn't don't they? Oh, literally. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And also, ah. Uh, Yeah, Samuel Umtiti. He has been spinning lies. When he had offers from a few clubs during the last window, he said that I only want to play for a club that plays in the UCL. 
that's because I believe I'm of UCL quality. But in reality, even right now, when Barcelona are in the Europa League, he doesn't want to leave. What do you think we are? Do you think we are stupid? Of course, you, you're here just for the wages. Because no other uh, club is going to give you that much money. That is why you're here. You want a club that will pay you the same or more wages. That's, that's the club you're looking for. UCL is a sham. And his theatrics. His theatrics. Crying in front of the president. Posting things on Instagram. Passive-aggressive things on Instagram. Uh, interacting with an aggressive fan on the street. Who said that Umtiti has no respect. Interacting with him. Nada, nada. I don't want to give him any more time. So what about uh, the other players like Luke De Jong? Any Luke De Jong recently linked with a move to Cadiz. Mm-hmm. But uh, the rumors stayed there for only one day and then it died down. Maybe he's uh, still waiting for other offers. Uh, Turkish club Fenerbahce was also linked with him actually. Okay. okay. There was also a rumor that he wants to return to PSV Eindhoven. So okay. maybe he's waiting for those offers and if Nothing happens, he might join Cadiz. Exactly. Pulkit, uh, do you think Luke De Jong has a future in Barca? At Barca, no, man. Uh, and I think he's on loan from Sevilla, right? And we don't have an obligation or anything to buy. There's an option. And of course, no one's going to execute that. And in Sevilla want to... That's why. Yeah, and uh, Sevilla also want to part ways with him. That's why uh, they're willing to kind of loan him to Cadiz and whatever. So mm-hmm. I think he'll leave. Of course, he'll leave. Um... There's no future for him at Barca. There never was, actually. So, of course, he will definitely leave in January. So, continue on Omtiti. Continue on Luke De Jong. Demir, of course. And uh, Dembele. These four I'm eyeing as exits, for sure. Like, though, yeah. 100%. Demir is sad. now, YouTube Demir's yeah, exit is the closest. Yeah, that's yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. It's a very sad situation, but it is what it actually, is again. Yeah. Actually, yeah, actually it is that. what it is. I think, uh, given and you know, with, uh, the COVID cases that we're going to talk about later or in the squad, mm-hmm. after that, also, Demir is not training with the group. So, See, the problem that, is that you know, if Yusuf Demir plays another match for us, we have we are obliged to play the 10 million to rapidly. Yeah, and we don't have the money. We don't have the money. No, I think even if we have the money, we don't want to pay that or uh, yeah. take the risk on Demir. 10 million. So mm-hmm. We already played, paid 500k for him uh, for the loan. Yeah. Exactly. Now, let's talk about another little bit sad piece of uh, someone who is going out. We already talked about Demir. Now, let's talk about Dest. Serginio Dest, he's, suppo- he's rumored Man. to be uh, gone and Xavi doesn't have much faith in him. So, where can he go? How concrete are the rumors? And what are the specifics, Rishabh? Go ahead. What we have heard till now is that four Champions League clubs are linked or are interested are interested in Serginho Dest mm-hmm. and one of them is Chelsea we know that Ben Chilwell suffered a anterior cruciate ligament injury sadly and he will be out for the rest of the season Chelsea need a fullback and Dest we know he, he can play as a right back as well as a left back and another club out of the four whose name came out in the media is Bayern Munich we know Bayern Munich uh, competed as, uh, for the signing of Dest last year and we had the upper hand and we signed him but Bayern Munich are still interested in him. And for Dest, I think it's a pretty desperate situation for Barcelona. Since uh, we are not, not able to uh, seal the exit of other, other players like Neto or Coutinho or Umtiti. We are trying to sell Dest and make the money and free up those wage spaces. And see, I personally, in my opinion, if we are looking to sell Dest for like what 25 or 30 million, 
and if we replace him with someone like Nasir Mazraoui yeah. or, or a free transfer it's a it's a pretty good move in my opinion Aspilicueta as well he's also uh... Aspilicueta too yeah we're, we're going to really get carried away slowly Where were we as Piqueta? So sorry yeah. for sorry for the emergency cut off there. I know that we promise uncut uh uncut footage at hashtag one take, but I highly doubt yeah. we wanted to see what uh, what went down in the last minute. So <laughs> yeah, for your own eyes safety, we are going to talk yeah. we're going to continue talking about Dest a little bit. So you said uh there's going to be Bayern offers and they are the people who are basically uh, leading the race for Serginho Dest while we are looking forward to replacing him with Mazraoui or Aspliqueta more on them later of course because we haven't really started the signings part so am i missing any other p- uh, players of Barcelona who are supposed to go out no maybe in January who are uh, on the market at them only Coutinho Umtiti and Neto we missed we, we yeah, missed yeah, Neto. Neto yeah yeah what about him does he have any offers yeah, i think uh, either Neto or Inaki Peña will definitely leave in January mm-hmm. and for now Inaki Peña has more chances of leaving oh and Neto and again for Neto the problem is again his wages yeah pull cuz you were saying and, a very ridiculous thing is that Neto earns more than what Ederson Moraes does for Manchester City and he's a backup goalkeeper yes <laughs> and Paul is weird you were man. saying something uh we couldn't hear you were saying something when Rishov was also talking i was saying yeah i was saying that uh, it looks more like Inaki Peña will leave on loan and that's Neto will actually. stay yeah yeah and fair. we actually need to offload Neto Uh, and I, of course, everyone wants Arnau Tenas to come forward, man. That goalkeeper is gonna be the goalkeeper for us for the future after Ter Stegen. So, um, yeah, of course that. That's it. So, and uh, given that, uh, there's one more player I would like to talk about. It's Alejandro Balde, whom Xavi allegedly mm. doesn't uh, believe in that much. So, any offers for him, Rishabh? What's his future? I, I don't think he'll leave in January. He's still 17 years old. Maybe he'll continue with Barcelona B for a for the time being, and then we'll see what happens in the near future. Okay, so mm-hmm. no talks of him leaving as of yet. So we covered the players who are going out: Dembele, we covered Coutinho, we covered Umtiti, we covered Luke De Jong, we covered Neto, and. we covered balde even though he won't leave we did cover demir and i don't think we have anyone left to cover so let's get to the more interesting part which is the incoming transfers ferran torres already a uh, part of barcelona there are so many so many names floating around the names of um uh, edson cavani the name of uh, alvaro morata the names of ginter the name of zakaria the names of so many players uh we have in the defense we have uh, aspliqueta we have mazraoui we have matiz delict we have so many yeah yeah we have christiansen as well though he is just a danish longley according to rishav uh he refers to him <laughs> and, as danish and ginter is german longley yeah and ginter is german longley <laughs> so we are going to take a look at them one by one so let us understand the structure of the club once 
the core of the club, the midfield, is basically set. We don't need any changes. We don't need any new transfers in the midfield. We have Busquets. We have Nico. We have Gavi. We have uh, Pedri. We have De Jong. We have all the star players, the best midfielders all across Europe. In the goalkeeping position, we only have Ter Stegen, who currently needs a rival to compete with. So there's one person we need. We need. In the centre-back positions, we have an ageing PK, we have a superstar Ronald Araujo. Oh, and what about Mingueza? I think we miss Mingueza. Uh, he's probably going to go out, but no, not in this market. window. If there are good offers for him, he'll be sold. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. as a kid, but if there, if there is a concrete offer, Barcelona will study it. Exactly. And same is for Longley too. Exactly. He's also on the market, but, but as of now, there are no yeah. concrete offers. Tottenham yeah. Hotspur were linked, mm-hmm. but nothing concrete as of yet. Okay, so these two, uh, remember these two, we missed them in a previous segment, but now you know. So, in the defence, we enter back positions, we have a superstar Arahu, we have an ageing PK, we have useless Umtiti and Longley, Umtiti will probably go out. And we also have a competent uh, backup centre-back in Eric Garcia, as well as Oscar Mingueza, who can play as right-back, who can play as centre-back, who doesn't play good at all at left-back. For left-back, we have... The best left back in the world right now, in my opinion, which is Jordi Alba. However, he is. Uh, we are way too reliant on him on left back, which means if he gets an injury, the entire squad dynamic is affected because Xavi doesn't really trust uh, Alejandro Balde. And Araujo can also play right back. We have Serginho Dest, who will most probably go out. We have Dani Alves. For the forward positions, we have Ansu Fati, uh, an injured superstar. Dembele is going out. We have Ferran Torres and Memphis Depay. Memphis Depay not in his peak form currently, but hopefully very soon he is going to click back into the squad because him and Fati were linking up pretty well when Fati w- was fit. So the front three is sorted, plus we are going to have another arrival of uh, either Cavani or um, Alvaro Morata or someone of the like. So... In my opinion, the positions we need most urgently covered, most urgent signings for us are going to be A, left-back. That is the most important signing because in the left-back position, we only have Alba. Alejandro Dest, Xavi doesn't trust. Oscar Mingueza plays very bad at left-back. Serginho Dest doesn't play as good as on left-back as he does on the right-back. So, left-back, we need ASAP. We need a goalie preferably soon, but there's no stress on it because Tersteken is not great. He uh, He's very <laughs> unreliable, but we do have some homegrown talents like uh, Inaki Pena. And so we don't really need external support, I would say. Uh, for the centre-back position, we do need someone. We are going to go to that uh, first, I think. But other than that, I think in the forward position, we are already associated with so many names. At least somebody will be able to come. And yeah, and it's not about Holland. Yeah, Holland is our last topic. We are going to analyze the Holland propaganda at the very end. For the centre-back position as well, we have some names, as I already covered. Uh, Xavi was initially interested in Koundé, but however, that's probably beyond our finances at the moment. And for the right-back position, of course, that's my second most important position to be filled uh, at this moment, which will be covered by other Masraoui or Aspilicueta. So, without further ado, Rishabh, left-back position, 
top candidates who is coming who do you like to who would you like to come realistically of course so yeah go ahead well the only name we have been linked with so far and the player whom i want to replace alba in the long term is obviously jose gaya of valencia and he ends his contract with valencia in 2023 and next summer in the summer of 2022 he would cost around 20 to 25 millions and we know that matthew almani was previously at the at that club at valencia and he has a strong relationship with gaya as well as his agent so and we have been linked with gaya in the past too and albert is will be turning 33 soon and gaya is what 26 or 27 i guess i think it's 25 and maybe maybe something like that only around 25 yeah. 26 mm-hmm. um in my opinion gaya is still inferior to alba but we have to think long term now yeah exactly. so gaya is the player who who barcelona might bring in next summer also i think not in january but next uh, summer okay for okay. like uh, balde is like you mentioned is 17 only and he also grew uh, with time so maybe uh, a season later or a couple of seasons later yeah, maybe still if he stays at the club no he can become the second choice because then alba will be gone right so i think alba um, and busquets both of them won't leave in 2022 they leave yeah. in 2023 only because we have the world yeah, cup next i think uh, yeah i think pk also so, busquets yeah. is uh, spain's captain and alba is the vice captain exactly yeah. and ironically the two of them are our best players <laughs> The two of yeah. them are our best players. Sergio Busquets has always been and still is the best CDM in the world, and uh, Jordi Alba, as of now, the tremendous season he's having, he is the best left back of the world. So moving on to the second most important position to be filled, in my opinion, of course, is the right back position. Rishav, what names have come up? What names do you want, and what names do you not want to come to Barcelona? <coughs> the two names the two players who are we are being linked with the most are cesar espelicueta of chelsea and nasser masrawi of ajax both of them are free agents next summer um we uh, barcelona met with mino raiola last mu- last month or this month only on 13th or 14th i guess on the day of the golden boy saga in turin barcelona went there for with pedri and there only they met with uh, mino raiola who is the agent super agent as they call him and both names are on our table and i expect barcelona to sign at least one of them if not both and only time will tell who we choose one or i both. personally would prefer masrawi yeah of course when you compare the two it's of course masrawi but i think since sergio dust is leaving uh why not have both dani always of course you cannot expect him to play week in week out He will never be the so, first choice. Two options are enough to have us right backs. Yeah, like one of them will be Dani Alves, and another will be most probably will be Masrawi or Aspilicueta. And yeah. even Gerard Romero said that Barcelona already have a pre-agreement with Aspilicueta to for him to join the club as a free agent. I think it'll be both. I have a yeah. feeling it'll be both, and uh, Des will be. Yeah, the positive with uh, Aspilicueta that he can also play as a right centre back. Exactly. And he's a player who plays as a right centre back in a three three centre back system at the back. Yeah, because right now Xavi, given his options, of course, is uh, resorting to to a three centre back formation. It is subject to change once we see the transfers he wants and the transfers he makes. Uh, but Aspilicueta, as I see him, is a uh, 
what do I say, is an insanely upgraded version of Oscar Mingueza, who we are looking to sell. It's, it's a massive future. upgrade. If you are talking yeah. about a Mingueza replacement, then Cesar Azpilicueta is a massive upgrade on him. Exactly. But it's still short term, so of course, we'll go for Mazra. He's is not right. short term. He's 32 all. He's not like 36 or 37. You can see yeah. the likes of Kielini and Thiago Silva. They are still playing at the top yeah. level at 37 and 38. And that's true. That's true. Football and, uh, has changed. Like, and, yeah. yeah. Also, and uh, like uh, like Spanish media was mentioning uh, that we will meet with Holland in the coming week, maybe or coming weeks, and uh, all his players. Let's say that we'll meet with Muriel Raiola in the early days of 2022. So, like, yeah, yeah, January yeah, yeah. only we will have another meeting. Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, so guys, we'll Holland is our <laughs> big ending topic. So, I know it's hard, <laughs> but let's move straight towards Holland. Uh, yeah. We will talk about him in detail because let's be real. He is coming to Barca. Let's be realistic. He is coming to Barca. It's <laughs> not as difficult as some people make it look yeah. like. Yeah, we will talk yeah. about it in detail. Don't worry. Yeah. And maybe the boss will make a cameo uh, about the Holland situation. So, yes, uh, Pulkit, uh, as we were talking, the way I see it is that we sell Dest to get Masraoui and we sell Oscar Mingueza for Cesar Aspliqueta. That way, the both both of them will have a good uh, role in the club, and both of them being gems, of course, are gonna uh, yeah. be a massive, massive help to the club. Moving on to the third position, uh, most important position I want filled in Barcelona. I think we need a one more, just one more world class centre back because right now uh, Araujo is a world is a world class centre back. PK is great. PK is very reliable, but is he the best centre back in the world? Or arguably the best centre back, uh, or top five, top ten centre backs? No, he's probably top fifteen, and he is a Barca legend. He never uh, makes uh, that much of a crucial error. Uh, but we are uh, competing, we are rebuilding, aiming to be the biggest club in the world again. Pose a real UCL threat, so we need at least one more uh, world-class centre back. Uh, right now in our arsenal, we have uh, Gerard Piquet, we have uh, Ronald Araujo. We have Oscar Mingueza, who will hopefully leave soon. He's great, but not Barca material, in my opinion, of course. Uh, also, we have Eric Garcia, who is a solid uh, second-choice uh, centre-back. He is a bit slower than the others, but he is great. He is improving. He, uh, yeah, he's not world-class either, so we do need another world-class centre-back. Rishav, what are the names and what names do you want in Barca? As of now... The names we we have been linked with many centre backs. Exactly. First of them, after Xavi was named as the Barcelona coach, the name of Jules Kunde came up. But again, Kunde has an 80 million release clause, and for now, it's impossible for us to pay it. Even even Chelsea, Chelsea could not get. Last summer, Chelsea offered 65 yeah. million. Not his release clause, but around 65 million. But Sevilla refused to sell Kunde. They want the release clause and nothing else. Damn. And. Another name who Barcelona fans love and admire a lot, even though he rejected us once in the past, Matthias Delict. And again, Delict, in my opinion, Delict hasn't been the same player since leaving Ajax. Exactly. Uh, I, if some people remember. Again, PCC, Delict has a 150 million release clause. 150 million. It's massive. Even half, it's double of Haaland. Yeah. And even Delict's wages are too much. He's Juventus' uh, highest paid player. For those kind of money, I don't think uh, we should pursue him. 
exactly if he's willing to take a wage cut and he's coming for a fee of around 50 million then i would certainly consider it but for uh, even if he, uh, juventus uh, agreed to sell him for around 80 million so 75 million is too much for him but rishab uh, answer me this keeper option rishab answer me this uh, i just want to ask you that since we are looking for a center back who will comfortably be better than gerard pk uh, eric garcia uh clemon longley is not that hard to do but these two players the player we are signing he has to be comfortably inarguably better than these two and he has to be at least on the same level of araujo or better like comfortably it's not that it is debatable he is as good as oscar mingueza we are talking about some player the moment you hear his name and you correlate with his current performance you're going to be instantly ah yes he's definitely going to be our second starting center back do you think even after his juventus saga where he's benched by bonucci and his identical twin with a different name <laughs> so do you think Kelly. that yeah yeah do you so, think honestly think mathas delict even if he joins barcelona he will be he'll be our second best center back behind araujo of course exactly but he'll still be the second best center back in our second squad. best exactly when you're obviously the second best center back in the squad with delict's wages with delict's transfer fee i don't think there is any reason to sign him to barca pulkit the two of us have been just uh, talking yeah definitely definitely uh, i think i agree with you it's okay if you're talking that's fine yeah. i agree with you man um with his wages and transfer fee and agent uh, commissions and everything i'm not sure whether fifa has um, you know basically come up with the rule wherein the agent commission will be 6 to 10% it's, i'm not sure whether it's in play or not uh, but uh, still it's expensive and um, given his eventus form he's been judged by compared compared by rather 35 36 years old people if he were compared by if he was compared by someone his age or someone maybe below 25 then it's still uh, you know justifiable But if he's compared by those two, of course those are legends to the of the game. No disrespect to them, but given um, his potential when he was in Ajax and um, he was linked left, right, and center with every club in the world, he was the captain, the youngest captain of Ajax, and they had a great run in the UCL, beating Juventus and Real Madrid in the process under Eric Ten Hag. That was arguably Frankie De Jong's best season as well. So I don't think. Um, if it's too expensive in terms of transfer fee and wages then it's a no for me uh, we can have better there are better options uh, you know in the football world than delict uh, but if he's uh, cheaper then of course uh, we can have him and uh, he can play in a, in a very good system and under chavi so he can be you know for the next decade good for us exactly so rishav the positive thing is for, with mathias delict is that he's still pretty young But again, the thing yeah. is that he needs to reduce his wages, and the transfer fee must be something understandable, like fifty millions or something like that. Not more than that. Yeah. So, Rishav, uh, who is this cheap but uh, not cheap, justified transfer fee, justified wage, proper good good quality center back that we are looking for? In your opinion, who do you want at Barcelona? If you ask me, I'd go for someone like Almeric Laporte or Pau Torres. Pau Torres, but are we linked with them? Almeric Laporte. Last summer we were linked with him, but as you know, we couldn't manage the exits, so there were no big incomings. And even last season, Almeric Laporte was not in a good situation at Manchester City. 
they they preferred to play with Ruben Diaz and John Stones. But this season, Stones has struggled with injuries, constant injuries, and Laporte has been as uh, has been an important player. And, and in I my opinion, he yeah. has been better than Ruben Diaz too. Yeah. And we have. But again, uh, the transfer fee. At least Manchester City paid 60 millions to Athletic Bilbao to sign Aymeric uh, Laporte. Yeah. And they'll certainly be looking to sell him for a price more than that. And Paul Torres apparently has a 60 million release clause at Villarreal, which is lesser than Delict, obviously. So, also, that Villarreal won't be willing. Also, to the sell. wages earned by Paul Torres and Laporte are far less than that of Mathias Delict. Yep. So the names we have are Kounde, uh, Delict, Laporte, Pau Torres. Anybody else we are linked with? Uh, two centre backs who are out of contract next summer, and we are apparently chasing uh, Andreas Christensen. Yeah, more than Matthias uh, Ginter, we are linked with Christensen. Yeah, and Christensen's uh, contract talks with Chelsea have apparently stalled, and mm-hmm. one of the reasons. Behind with behind it is uh, said to be that the interest of Barcelona. That's interesting. So Ginter, what's your opinion on Ginter? And is he expensive? How much does he earn? I know nothing about him. No, no, but uh, I I think so that Inter Milan are uh, more linked with Ginter and mm-hmm. they'll end up signing him. And Christensen is a name who should uh, we we should keep our eyes on. More than but Ginter. you said, but you said he is a Danish long lay. I'm a little bit confused. Longley in his peak was a pretty good player. You you see the matches prior to the 8-2 loss to Bayern Munich. That season he was pretty good, and yeah. the match against Napoli just before the 8-2 match that was uh, probably his best performance in the Barcelona shirt. Of Clement Longley. Okay, so but still he's not the guy I think we are looking for because as I said we are uh, chasing a world class centre back. Uh, he is again. Another name is uh, Lisandro Martinez of Argentina and Ajax. Yeah, would love him. We were linked with him last summer. Yeah. We we could sign him for a fee of around 25 millions, but again, no exit, so no arrivals. That was the case last summer. And after yeah. that, he went on to renew his contract with Ajax. And I personally think he'll cost around 40 or 45 millions if we are looking to sign him now. I think it's 100 percent worth it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, he's he's young too. He's like 22 or 23 years old. Yeah. So, and one of the best ball playing left centre backs. If you are looking to sell Umtiti and uh, Clement Longley, you will definitely need a left centre back. And Lisandro Martinez, as well as Pau Torres and Almeric Laporte, all three of them are left footed. By the way, have you guys uh, noticed that? Actually, uh, to be fair, it's a very short time. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about uh, the continuity of Eric Garcia. That is, of course, unless uh, we sell both Umtiti and Longley. Once both of them are gone, then Eric Garcia will have uh, somewhat of a role in the club. But unless the two of them are going, we think er- I think Eric Garcia is a Ricky Pooch of the defense uh, roster of Barcelona. So, uh, moving on to the, uh, the probably <laughs> the most juiciest part, which our viewers will be waiting for, is the forward, the forward section. Uh, what about exits, uh, forward exits? We have Osman Dembele. We have already talked about Luke Dion getting offers. Martin Brathwaite probably doesn't have offers. Uh, but yeah, Martin have... Brathwaite is suffering from an injury. He has been out for three or yeah. four months. And there's no chance of Brathwaite leaving in January. Yeah, and he's our best player. Let's not sell him. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have Ansu Fati. We have Memphis. And we have um, 
Darga, Ferran Torres. Yeah. What other names are coming? <laughs> Alvaro Morata, Edson Cavani uh, are the players who come right off the bat. So, how many of them do you want? Uh, who other? What other names are we missing? So, yeah, Rishabh, go ahead. For January, for now, we are linked with Alvaro Morata. Cavani rumors have faded away in the last few days. Maybe because Manchester United are reluctant to let go of him now. They have also had many COVID cases and Cavani has become an important player for them. And since, uh, I guess, Cavani in January is becoming difficult. But in the summer, he becomes a free agent again. If he doesn't uh, extend his contract with United. And even some South American clubs, maybe Corinthians were leaving with them. I see. And yesterday morning, out of nowhere, the Morata rumors came up. Also, what about Danny Olmo? Last uh, transfer season, he was the hot deal. Uh, what what happened to him? Why aren't we hearing any more news? I think uh, after signing Ferran Torres, Barcelona have ruled him out. I see. And Olmo would have cost around seventy five million euros, and yeah, that's think, not what was, we are um, going to pay. I think it was between uh, Torres and Olmo, one of mm. them. And uh, Xavi. Uh, no talks about Ferran Torres. And after Xavi came in, he pro- he apparently had two names on the table. Uh, yeah. They were Danny Olmo and Ferran Torres. And Olmo was the more expensive of the two. And Ferran Torres is, for me, the better a better fit than Olmo at Barcelona right now. He's more versatile. He can play in all three yeah. positions and yeah. all. Yeah, he yeah. can play. And Olmo has also been time. suffering from some injury problems this year, just like Petri. Yeah. He overplayed last season. And this season, he has been suffering from injury. Yeah, and Rishav, last month, yeah, last month we had some names like uh, that Swiss player Arthur Cabral, and we had some other names as well. Uh, have the rumors been dismissed? What What's the news? We haven't faded heard away. much about. Them. Not dismissed, suddenly faded away. It Arthur has, Cabral yeah. would have cost around ten or fifteen millions, but I guess we have ruled him out for now. I see. And what about any other players are we linked with? Uh, Alvaro Morata. Let's cover Morata real quick. Uh, he is a pretty solid rumor coming up uh, in the following days. So, what kind of deal do you think it will be? Will there be any players involved in the swap? or? For, what from what I, uh, I understand is that Barcelona are looking to offload someone like Memphis Depay and send him to Juventus for cash, something like 35 or 40 million. And then Juventus Juventus will return Alvaro Morata to Atletico Madrid. Don't forget that Morata is actually owned by Atletico Madrid right now and is on loan at Juventus. And then Juventus give uh, Morata back to Atleti. And after that, Atleti and Barcelona swap Griezmann and Morata. Something like that. Because Atleti owes us 40 million in the summer for Antoine Griezmann. Well, uh, and Atleti okay. won't have to pay that. Mm. We get 40 million from Depay's sale. Hmm. And Morata and Griezmann are swapped. Something like that. Well, Pulkut, and would if you... Morata, uh, only comes on a six-month loan, I certainly won't oppose it. But mm-hmm. if it's an obligation to buy him for 35 million or something, it's definitely not worth it. Morata is not a 35 million striker. Come on. 20 Pulkut, million at most. Would you take the 40 million from the Griezmann de- deal or would you take uh, Alvaro Morata? The 40 million, man. Exactly. No place for Morata. There is no way. Move it to the Haaland fund. Actually, you know, I don't even want him on loan for six months without an option to buy or whatever. Mm. I don't want him in my team. Okay. I know he's bad at finishing, but you look at the aspects of his game. 
There's a reason yeah, why Luis Enrique took him in every Luis match at the Euros, even though he was underperforming at moving offside and all those stuff. Listen, listen, listen. His off-the-ball movement, he was born offside, man. And uh, his finishing is, you know, like, like Lou De Jong, right? It's that level. Yeah, it's that level. Considering Morata is Lou De Jong is an uh, insult to him. That's is, my, His move is better than that. Okay, don't forget, it, Morata actually uh, scored in the Champions League final against us. I get it, but, uh, you know, it's, it's just, he's not, I, uh, of course, he's under NDK. But he's not the kind of profile we're looking for. He's not a Barca profile kind of player. So I'm not sure he'll do well here. I don't know what Xavi really sees he can turn him into, maybe. I don't know. But uh, for me, it's a no-brainer. He has no place in the squad. But let's see what happens. Yeah, that's what I was saying yesterday in the group chat. It's like, uh, Xavi is training his midfielders to finish. So why can't he teach yeah. Alvaro Morata to finish? Because... His Definitely. contribution in the build-up play is really good. Of course, he probably isn't the number 9 Barca are looking for right now. Uh, he could be turned into one, but of course, if we are playing 40 million and we are also having to change and tamper with the player so yeah, yeah. just so too that much. he can... Too much, man. Yeah. And the deal itself, like Rishav mentioned, it's very complicated. You first give them Memphis, yeah. then they give uh, Morata back to Atleti and then we negotiate with Atleti and good luck doing that. But to be so, honest, to be honest, yeah. no, 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 hear me out. are not interested in signing Memphis Depay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who, who? Atleti Juventus don't win. want to send Memphis yeah, Depay as of yeah, now. Yeah, but yeah. but here's the way I see it, you know. Uh, Laporta masterclass, maybe. Uh, Laporta brings in Juventus pre- uh, president and the Atleti president. We don't have that bad blood with them. Pro- uh, pretty good relations. He orchestrates this deal to them and uh, he convinces the Atleti uh, president that, hey, you get Griezmann and you get 40 million instead of paying us and... Uh, the Juventus president, he says, hey, you get Memphis and you don't have to pay Atleti. And then Laporta orchestrates that he brings, uh, he sends Memphis to them and gets 40 million. And then they send uh, Alvaro Morata to Atleti and Laporta ditches the deal last second and Atleti are stuck with Alvaro Morata and they have to pay 40 more million to us. So 80 million for Laporta. And we sign Holland. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> wow, so, man, that's like a master plan. <laughs> yeah, 200 IQ move. Uh, also, yeah, speaking man. of Holland, there was another name, Alexander Isaac, who of course has very high release clause, who will not be able to sign. Uh, any other forwards that we are missing that we are linked with, Rishav? Dusan Vlahovic of Fiorentina. No. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He is. He's a potential plan B to Arling Holland. Exactly. But those moves are, are said to be discussed ahead of the summer transfer window. We are definitely not signing them in January. Exactly. So, yes, uh, pretty good insights. So, are we missing anybody uh, for the January window? I think uh, post the January Louis window, Edward. yeah, if we sell Memphis in the January window, then I think, I don't think it will be wise to sell Memphis in the January window because then uh, I think we would be underpowered in the attack uh attacking field. I know uh, both Pedri and Gavi can play as forwards, but let's get dedicated forwards just in case. You know, we do face Napoli in the Europa. Formidable opponents, the hardest we could have had and we are facing them. But of course, we are Barcelona, so we don't have to worry. So, I think we are done with the January window everything. So, let us talk about 
there's a twofold plan the way I see it, the, the rebuilding. For January, we free up the wage bill, we sign some players. And to finish the sporting project, uh, the nearest sporting project, we go to the summer window where we target Erling Haaland and second choice Vlahovic. So, Haaland Fund, I guess I'll ask Marco to do a cameo here about why we can afford Haaland. Contrary to what people on Twitter might say, we can very well afford Haaland. And let's talk about Vlahovic too. So, in case Marco does, he will be welcome. And for now, I think, Rishav, what, how is the Haaland progress going? Tell the viewers. Hey, people, some, many people feel that signing Haaland next summer is impossible for Barcelona. It's certainly no. not like that. The only difference, uh, the only problem we face actually is that it's a release clause which we have to pay for Holland. It's 75 million or 80 million, something like that, close to it, 75 or 80. And in the Ferran Torres deal, we pay it in installments, but we cannot do that for Holland. The Ferran Torres deal, 55 million, we pay it in four installments, the first of which will be effective next summer. Okay. But for Holland, we have to pay the 75 million or 80 million, whatever it is. In one go. Why, to why Dortmund. That, It's a release clause. It's an yeah. entire release clause. You have to pay it entirely. And after that, uh, the main thing which we have to do to sign Holland is qualify for next season's Champions League. Without that, no way we can sign Holland. No way. Yeah. But some people make it feel like it's impossible. Why would Holland choose Barcelona? We don't have even have money. We can't keep Messi and all. See. The wage cap for this season is 97 million, only 97 million. And we cannot afford to give Messi 60 million out of that. But exactly. for next season, the wage cap will be recalculated. And it will certainly increase a lot. After the wage cap was set at 97 million for this sub this season, we see the main things uh, we managed to offload both Messi and Griezmann. That's more than 150 million in wages. And besides that, we manage sales of around 100 million, be it Emerson or people like that, Junior Firpo. And even Trincao will be sold to Wolverhampton. Even if they don't buy him, I don't think uh, Barcelona will keep Trincao. They'll certainly sell him. And who else is there? Demir, 40 million. Yeah, we have sold. Uh, we are going to sell them definitely. So that is also. And the income, will, the income has increased this season. Yes. With the revenues which we, are, which we generate, be it from... Also, a new sponsor is about to come in. Drakuten deal ends next summer and we'll have a new sponsor. And, yeah, and also, there's a talk about a possible cash injection. Exactly. And when we sign Holland, that will be a massive commercial signing for us as well. Mm -hmm. so yeah, definitely. Yeah, I personally think that Barcelona has that 1.2 billion loan from Goldman Sachs or whatever they call it. For, the, for financing the SPI Barca project and we yeah. can use some money from that to sign Holland and then whatever funds we generate after signing Holland, we can use that to refinance the project. That's a, another possibility. Exactly. People say that it's impossible to sign Holland. It's certainly not that. It's difficult, but it's not impossible. Also, look at the other clubs. Real Madrid will definitely sign Mbappe. And you don't expect Mbappe and Holland to play in the same team. Galacticos may happen. Definitely not. You see how you saw how uh, PSG got stuck with Cavani, Neymar, and Mbappe in their early days, and they used to fight over every penalty and free kicks and all those things. You can't yeah. satisfy both egos. I know. I remember last year, for the round of 16, in the match in which Mbappe scored a hat trick against us, and next day 
Holland played against Sevilla. He got like two goals and two assists. And in the post-match interview, he said that uh, showing Mbappe, I saw Mbappe score a hat trick at the camp. Now it uh, extra motivated me. And today I delivered this performance. How yeah. could we expect both to play in the same team? And it'll be commercially good for La Liga as well to have Holland Mbappe yeah, exactly. rivalry kind of thing. So, and also the La Liga the other teams live with Holding Holland, beat Manchester City. Manchester City are probably one of the favourites. But Raiola doesn't have a good relationship with them. Yeah, and Raiola said a few days ago, didn't he, that relations are the most important to him? Or something like yeah, that. Literally, yeah, literally yesterday, yeah, yeah. after a moment, yeah. he said that. Fabrizio, yeah. yeah. I think that's a joke, man. Bayern Munich <laughs> won't pay those kind of wages and those kind of uh, Asian commissions. Bayern Munich don't, won't do that. Liverpool are possibly another option. At Chelsea, don't rule out Chelsea now after especially what happened with Lukaku. Yeah, Lukaku yeah, yeah. will probably leave. They have a very They're... bad relationship with Lukaku now and Chelsea might go in for Holland now. If they, yeah. Especially yeah. if they have Lukaku. Yeah. yeah. So yes, it's not going to be easy but it's not going to be impossible either. Uh, what about uh, his backup, Vlahovic? How good is he? And what are the financial aspects we are talking about? See, Dusan Vlaovic, uh, he plays for Fiorentina in uh, Italy. Last mm-hmm. summer, Atletico Madrid were very close to signing him. He mm-hmm. has a contract with the Italian club until uh, 2023 and he doesn't want to renew. So, Fiorentina naturally are forced to sell him in the summer, next summer. And who are the clubs linked with him? Bastona are one of them. Atletico Madrid. Many from uh, in- English Premier League too, be it Manchester City or uh, Tottenham Hotspur. And Vlaovic doesn't want to play for Arsenal even though they are interested in signing him. And yeah. Juventus too, don't rule them out. They could carry out another PSL-like operation like signing him on, on loan for two years and then be making it an obligation to buy. But in this yeah. scenario, it's different because his contract with Fiorentina ends in 2023. Kiesa also used to play for a Fiorentina only actually. Mm-hmm. And... There's a possibility of joining Tottenham Hotspur, maybe as a replacement for Harry Kane or to partner him. And even Manchester City are linked with him. He'd, he'd cost around 60 to 70 millions at least. 70 millions to be remotely precise. I see, yeah. So, uh, it's better to go for Haaland, to be honest. After you talk about Haaland, of course, the aspect of Lahovic does seem dull, but I'm, of course, not. Uh, demeaning uh, the quality of player he is. It's just that once you talk about Holland, it's difficult to imagine a player like Vlaho- getting a player like Vlahovic instead. So guys, this is everything you had to know about the upcoming January transfer. We will most likely do another 8-hour live stream during the deadline hours of the final day of the live stream. So be sure to join in that. And thank you so much, Rishabh, for doing this and of course we will have you again and again because he is uh, one of the integral members of the Barca Buzz team. So guys, this is it for the part one of this week's edition of Hashtag One Take with Barca Buzz. Of course, Happy New Year guys. Happy, Happy New Year, Year guys. Yeah. Happy New Year. I'm not sure if I'm... It's been a bit year now. Yeah. Especially with Messi leaving after 20, being 20 years at the club. Yeah. So, for Sabarsa, we call Barca guys. 
and happy new year i'll probably release the release this on first january so yeah apologies for not wishing you guys in the very uh, very first part so yeah thank you guys for watching mm -hmm. and we'll see you again yeah. very very soon bye guys happy new year so